You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of Original Remake. Uh, this week's episode, we're not doing so much a, uh, a a remake or anything like that. We're actually going to be focusing on a, a writing duo of uh, Abby Kahn and Mark Silverstein. Is Mark part of this uh, Amy Schumer, the I Feel Pretty movie? They are both um, writers and directors of I Feel Pretty. I think I Feel Pretty is their directing duo debut. Ah, well, there we go. So they also uh, wrote the, uh, or at least credited for the screenplay of He's Just Not That Into You and also How to Be Single. So obviously not like a original remake pairing, but both movies do focus on relationships, which I imagine How to Be Single is. So uh, that's pretty much uh, the the ties here for, for these movies. Uh, he's Just Not That Into You. I don't know how to describe this. You know, it's a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Um, a bunch of women who rely on these assholes or depend on them or something. You know, I, I remember liking it, you know, when I first saw it this time around, I was just like, these guys are jerks. They're mansplaining all types of things. And, uh, well, let me defend one of them. Ben and Affleck. I don't know. <laughs> ben Affleck it seems yeah. to be like the nicest guy in here. He's the and only, he's yeah, the one, he's the only guy. He's the one that, uh, his, I guess the problem in his, his story with um, Jennifer Aniston is they've been together for what seven years, yep. and he refuses to get married. Doesn't believe in marriage, so that's one of the many. Um, I guess this is based on like a nonfiction advice book, basically, and so they're they're trying to use that and fictionalize it and put it to, uh, put many problems on display. And their problem is when a guy says he doesn't believe in marriage, it means he just doesn't want to marry you. Spoiler alert for the movie, though. Um, he actually still does want to be with her. He's the only one that is, I guess, genuine uh, in that regard. Everyone else, kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and the women, kind of annoying, as you said, for wanting to be around said dicks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think some women want to be around some dicks, but... <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I carry one around. <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> just, yeah. it's, it's always there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think just because like this movie has such a big cast, I think we should just stick with their real names. I, I didn't bother trying to learn what the hell. Uh, no, you know. I didn't either. Yeah. So uh, you already mentioned uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Aniston. Uh, another pairing we have that's pretty prominent is uh, Jennifer Connelly and Bradley Cooper. Uh, they are a couple that have been together for a really long time. Apparently, Jennifer Connelly uh, f- uh, gave him an ultimatum. Either we break up or we get married. And he was like, I guess we're getting married. <laughs> and, um. Romantic. Yes, very. And Scarjo comes along and, uh, Bradley Cooper now has second thoughts about his marriage because of this new young, uh, young and pretty toy he wants to play with. Now, Scarjo. Just back up. Yes. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I was discussing this with my wife. I, we were watching it and she had seen it before and I had not. And she's always hated Scarlett Johansson. Just doesn't like her as an actress. And I've seen her in stuff like Ghost World is yeah. the first thing I saw her in when she was a teenager. Too, right. And I thought she was really good there. And she's very unlike the Scarlett Johansson persona, I guess we would know now. Like she's very subdued, uh, right. very dry. Um, 
And when my wife, when I would ask her, why do you hate Scarlett Johansson? She's like, oh, she's just like always just plays like a hyper sexual character. And she's just like, you know, just throwing herself out there. And I was, of course, I'm thinking Ghost World. And I'm like, I don't really think so. I watched this. I'm like, "Uh, is this the first thing you ever saw Scarlett Johansson in? And she said, maybe. And I said, that would give I would understand why you would uh, develop a distaste for this actress with this persona because she is homewrecker incarnate like she gets come she comes to destroy relationships <laughs> i think i saw on imdb for this movie that uh she's played a homewrecker three times <laughs> so, so so my wife is justified then in yeah, her absolutely hatred. okay i you know the funny thing is like uh okay so this is the second time i've seen this movie the first time i watched it i watched it with my wife and i i guess we liked it enough i mean this movie came out in 2009 so way before i became a podcaster and and MySpace was big, apparently. Um, very big, you know, uh, huge. Uh, in email, people are still emailing each other actual <laughs> emails. Um, uh, but, but anyway, I, I own this movie. <laughs> and now wow, after watching it, I was big, just like, <laughs> big admission here on original remake. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I don't want to own this anymore. <laughs> uh, probably throw it away soon, but no. Can I make you feel better? Huh? Yes. I, I own it too. <laughs> I actually I bought a digital copy of it for four ninety nine, so it wasn't a big investment. <laughs> it was on sale maybe a month ago, a few weeks ago, and I knew we were going to cover it for the show. So I was like, oh, okay, five bucks. I mean, that's slightly more than what it would cost, like a dollar more than it would cost to rent it digitally. Right. So sure, I'll yeah. own it, and I'll have it forever, <laughs> tree watch and love on an annual basis. Probably not. No, no. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. Not, a, not at all. If anything, we're, we're taking notes, and it's funny to say, but from Ben, ben Affleck, he, uh, well, you, you and I were both married, so I, I don't think we need tips. Uh, but I, I thought, I thought that, uh, storyline, um, tied up nicely in a knot, I guess. So Scar Jo, you know, uh, to kind of finish up with her character, she is using, uh, I'm forgetting his name. He was from Entourage. Eric from Entourage. E, right? E, yeah, right. E. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> As we both scroll. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Connolly. There, beat you to it. <laughs> no uh, no relations to Jennifer, I hope. <laughs> no, I hope not for her sake. Oh, actually, they're spelled differently. Okay, they're spelled differently. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's, uh, he's got a, a bit of a rebound for her. Well, later on he is. Um, they are a relationship that's not going anywhere. You know, we find out that... Uh, you know, she just keeps them around and they actually don't sleep with each other. But he's like a real estate agent of some sorts. And uh, the person that he's working with, you know, with, with the ads is Drew Barrymore. So she's also in here. Has a little bit of that sort of love actually type thing where these people will run into each other from different stories. Yeah, they, they're all tied up. And then our lead, uh, Jennifer Goodwin here, her pairing is with who who is she paired with? Justin Long, I guess. The I'm a Mac guy, yeah. The sure. uh, the bartender who is like becomes her Yoda, I guess, <laughs> and explaining how men are evil, basically. Yeah, I am evil. Here, are what um, my uh, fellow men are also like. They are they are evil, um, and of course, he starts to fall for her. So maybe they're two nice things that happen in this movie. Do you consider that one nice or no? I I don't know. Uh... Or she just negged her so far. <laughs> I mean, there, there's definitely some some things that happen, uh, you know, with his character where I was just kind of like, you know, like like at the end where we're supposed to like I, I guess feel better about them hooking up. 
he just like forces himself to to kiss on her when she still hasn't quite like made her mind if she even wants to see him. But I don't know. I guess you could take it a couple different ways. You know, for those that are like, you know, into uh, rom coms or the the other ones who are like, okay, this is unrealistic, and she, uh, well, he's an asshole, and she uh, needs better friends. It is a strange rom com in that regard, in that. There are things that aren't really that believable that happen um, that just kind of force the characters together. But, you know, talking about the, the Scarlett Johansson homewrecking subplot, um, you know, there's nothing really good that comes out of out of the Bradley Cooper storyline either. That's not very romantic at all. It's not there's not not really a feel good aspect to that, um, because even even the Drew Barrymore character, I think, is giving advice to Scarlett Johansson that yeah people can fall in love by becoming the other woman or the other man and that could be like the person that's meant for you you just need to like go in and break up that marriage I don't know how often we see that in rom-coms I think usually you have characters saying like no don't do that like this is a bad idea and um I guess it goes with the 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 original book how people convince themselves like the negative things that they're doing will turn out good um and I, I like that it has a bad ending, but then you also have the other half of the stories where things actually do turn out good. And it's kind of veers back into rom-com territory. It's just a weird mix, uh, this film. It, it kind of is. It's almost like uh, a lot of the characters, their dialogue is what people wish other people would say out loud. You know what I mean? And it it almost becomes like, oh, choose your own you know, a story. You know, like... Uh, Here's the worst case scenario and the worst case scenario of this particular relationship. <laughs> Pick one that you like best and, and be happy. Choose your with own rom com. Yeah, it's yeah. you know. So that's kind of like how I took. Like I, I felt um, uh, Jennifer Goodwin. Like they, they really played her to be like this young woman that's just so obsessive over every guy. And Jennifer Connelly, she is. It, it's heartbreaking with her situation because they are married. Bradley Cooper comes out to her. It's like, I've been sleeping with somebody else. And Jennifer Connelly, like, kudos to her for wanting to, I guess, you know, uh, gosh, try to make her relationship or her marriage work. But it's like, but he was unfaithful to you too. You might want to reconsider and not He's just very forgiving. That's, I talk about every man's, that, every excuse. man's, yeah. oh my every God. man's fantasy is that, you know, his response is, uh, well, I'll be, you know, I can go stay at my buddy's house or I'll go here. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, no, you're going to, we're going to work on this. You're coming back. You're coming home. Um, it is strange though that she's the breaking point is his smoking more so than the, the cheating. It's like the, you know, one lie too far. It's strange. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't think either one of us really liked this movie, Peter. I'm getting that impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because we haven't even brought up the, the second movie yet, or at least. Uh, well, no, we're saving some, some saving positivity. for last there. Yeah. Uh, anything else you could say about though, that he's just not that into you? I mean, this, this movie is like 20 minutes longer than How to Be Single. It's two hours and nine minutes, which yeah. is really long. It is, um, I think this movie was perfected, uh, two years later with Crazy Stupid Love. You could do probably an honest like yeah. uh, remake as far as the concept and doing it in the best way where there is you know a marriage that breaks apart uh, where there there is a, a lot of you know there's a lot of sex while hooking up 
Uh, and you have the character Ryan Gosling, who is the one trying to give advice. He's playing like the better version of the bartender uh, here, but he's someone you actually want to hang out with. Like he's charismatic. Uh, and then I think you believe his thawing of his sort of uh, lady killer role when he meets Emma Stone. Like I don't think you ever doubt like that he's genuinely into her. Whereas you you brought up here. You know, Jennifer Goodwin, we're still kind of unsure as far as like Justin Hong. Like, is this a good thing? Is this going to last? I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, Ryan Gosling, he'll at least Miyagi you, you know, so that's, that's kind of yeah. cool. And he does the, the move, the big move. They're <laughs> dancing. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, that. that too. Uh, but the actual, I guess, remake that we're going to be talking about uh, from the same writers, uh, which also, I don't know if it was based on – I think it was based on an actual novel. I don't think it was based on like an advice book. Uh, it, it was actually uh, – I think they kind of took like the idea of that actual uh, book because I, I think how it actually goes is whoever the lead character is, which is I don't think either of these women, kind of travels the world just to see how other cultures live their single life. Oh, okay. So it's actually a different premise. That does not happen. No. <laughs> this is New York City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like almost, you know, 90% of rom-coms, New York City. Uh, and this one stars Dakota Johnson, I guess, is your Jennifer Goodwin stand-in. She's yeah. going to be the one that is receiving most of the advice. She's the one that seems most concerned about finding someone. Although, strangely, the star of the film is her breaking up with her boyfriend to find herself uh, and her boyfriend kind of accuses her of like just wanting to go have like a lot of sex, basically go out and have many adventures, which she does. Um, but she, I think she's a far more interesting character because, uh, especially like in our youth, we probably make decisions that we can't really verbalize exactly why we want to do something. It doesn't make logical sense. And I'm sure you're not guilty of this, Peter, but you've known people that, you know, make a decision, especially like in a relationship, and then you'll see them like kind of circle each other again, like after they've broken up. But it's like they just can't like let it die. And I feel like this actually happens, unlike in How to Be Single, and or unlike in He's Just Not That Into You, How to Be Single makes it seem kind of natural how people just kind of pop up at the most inopportune times or opportune times. Uh, but you basically see her have what? three different relationships i guess throughout the course of like yeah i don't know what the timeline is but it's like you know a few days I would say, probably well let's see there's there's the holidays basically oh, no. chart it, it's oh, holidays yeah yeah, yeah. They actually what am i thinking yeah i do like that how this, at first i was like oh this is this is a christmas movie because they're celebrating mm-hmm. christmas but they, they go through all the holidays so you're yes. probably looking at at least a year yeah 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 saint patrick stays in there and uh, all that, but you you do have some supporting characters, mainly uh, Robin Rebel Wilson, who I guess is the Drew Barrymore here, who gives good slash bad advice, which basically just is like just have fun, like just drink, party, and like let's just like laugh it off. We're in our twenties; it'll all be fun. It's one big joke. Uh, you have Leslie Mann, who plays Dakota Johnson's older sister Meg, who uh, is an adult who has decided she doesn't really need a man in her life. Um, and up to this point has not wanted to start a family, but then that changes and she decides that she wants to, uh, get pregnant without a man, uh, unfortunately for Jake Lacey who meets her, uh, after she has been <laughs> inseminated. And, uh, you, I'd say the, the one that is probably the furthest afield in this movie is the Alison Brie subplot with the, the bartender 
Yeah. Because almost everyone else is tied into Dakota Johnson. And really the only tie she has to Allison Bree is that she's also sleeping. She's sleeping with the bartender. Um, but I did like that relationship because there's no, absolutely no hangups between Dakota Johnson and Andrew's home playing Tom the bartender. Like, I don't even think they ask you in the movie to ever feel like they're going to like become a thing. They're just there to comfort each other physically. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of characters here. Maybe not as many big stars as in, uh, he's just not that into you, but spoiler alert, um, a far better movie. I think I quite enjoyed it. I actually, after the movie, I, I was like, I like this uh, a lot. Actually, I, I, I would watch it again and my I would curse. Pro- Huh? Lives. I, 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 on my other show, War Machine vs. War Horse, when this came out, I convinced, uh, Webb, uh, who used to host a show called It's Terrific. And hopefully we're going to do something else uh, called Trilogy Talk very soon. Uh, he was on the Rear Window episode recently on this show. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll watch this. And he still this day talks about how surprised he is that I convinced him to watch this and that he actually enjoyed it. So I'm really happy that. You know, my version of It Follows is getting people to watch How to Be Single and infecting you. And it's happened to Peter. So I'm happy to hear that. I, I enjoyed it. I, I do want my wife to, to watch it as well. Uh, cause I think, you know, there's bits of, um, you know, of her and her friends in these women. You know, I, I felt like this was a little bit more real life. Um, the only thing that was a little unbelievable is just how, how nice all of these guys are. You know, especially the, the, the lacy dude. Peter. Uh, Jake Lacey. Come on, after he's just not that into you. This is a nice relief from oh, that it, world. It is. That Jake Lacey guy, he is charming as fuck. Like, I, I'd hook up <laughs> with him. His line where uh, he realizes that his this woman that he, you know, he thinks is his girlfriend, um, and she's a little bit, you know, Leslie Mann's not really as into it or doesn't know about making a commitment, um, finds out that she's pregnant just through happenstance is walking down the street and sees her like in a baby store. That was a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> if we can find that clip, like, we kind of drop it in. fuck? Because she, I think she, you know, sort of throws it out there expecting, you know, one answer and gets one completely different saying like, really, you'd like to be a stay at home dad. Like you really want into this relationship. And he was, he says when he was an eight year old, he dressed up. As a, like a stay at home father, like he's always <laughs> dreamed of being a dad and babies are awesome. Uh, yeah, he is, he's a very charming character and a totally like positive guy. Like, and I, you know, I think with the main difference between these two is he's just not that into you is telling you don't trust anyone. It's like the X Files. Yeah, <laughs> like right. Don't believe anybody. Right. <laughs> and yeah, to your point, how to be single is really positive. Even when the relationships don't work out, for the most part, all of the people, uh, seem like genuinely, Good. Like, you know, the Damon Wayans Jr. character, you know, they have a he has a bad breakup with Dakota Johnson, but his reasoning is sound. Like, you know, he's a he's a grieving man, like the loss of his wife and trying to to raise a daughter. You get it. And I, I don't know. I, I think I think this is probably what I want from a rom com. I want everyone to be pleasant and I want things, even if they don't work out romantically, that everyone's going to be OK. Everyone's going to be all right. Yeah, I really enjoyed this, uh, the dialogue, and each actress has, like, that moment in this movie, too, where uh, they get to really uh, showcase their skill. Like, Rebel Wilson, you know, we we know her to be a comedian, and she has that moment where she just blows up on Dakota Johnson, you know, and it was it was amazing. I, I thought she was great. Leslie Calls Mann. Calls her out. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great scene, Leslie Mann. Uh, she has that moment with that baby and my heart broke. And I was just like, wow, you know, like she, she did so much with so little, you know, uh, barely any dialogue. Uh, Alison Brie, 
you know, uh, Mrs. Dave Franco. You know, she was she was great in here. I'm newer to to her. I, I've seen a few episodes of Glow. I can't name a movie that she's been in, but I like her. I really love the scene where she um she's sitting in the bar. <laughs> she's she meets the bartender because I believe she lives above the bar, an apartment. Yeah, and she's using this Wi-Fi like if she's using Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, uh, and yeah, so she she basically says that I'm going to post up here. Uh, and I like how they're the bartender banter is far better than he's just not that into you because I feel like this Tom character is honest, um, and I actually believe that he starts to develop a crush on Alison Brie. Um, but that the moment where you possibly think that they're going to end up together, uh, where I guess her like girlfriends from college or high school are celebrating one of them getting married, they're having a, a bachelorette party. And uh, basically everything they're throwing out there is making Alison Brie feel less about herself. That right. She doesn't have anyone. And he comes in and, you know, pull, pulls the Gosling thing, comes in and just uh, plants one on her. And uh, I, I'll, I'll do a minor spoiler. If you're if you're interested in how to be single, you've not seen it, I think you really should check it out because uh, I think a lot of people would dig this one. Um, I actually like that uh, Alison Brie and the bartender don't end up together. Yeah. I think that was a little bit of a curveball. Well, and not only that, like I thought the dialogue that she had with him uh, about the peanuts, I, I thought that was a great scene, well written. And, you know, the way she broke down, you know, as to why she is on like 10 different dating sites. I like, guess it's hard. <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense to me, yeah. you know, and I was trying to explain it to my wife and she just gave me this dumb look and I was like, you, you just got to watch it. <laughs> Did uh, you have peanuts? Did you have the props? Well, no, no. I, you know, I was like, okay, so. There's like eight million men, right? Or eight million people, right? And and half of that are men. And then like you, you break it down, you, and she's like, no, just just stop. I was like, oh, but it's so good. <laughs> but the I, I thought I thought maybe you were gonna bring this up with the the Tom character, the, the Jake Lacey uh, character, where um he's uh, in that store with Lacey's man uh, character, and they're talking about you know the baby and all that stuff, and. They kind of end that scene with him saying, like, look, this is not me, like, leaving you. This is you pushing me away, you know. And I, I thought that was kind of a good line, too, which I thought, like, okay, well, that's that's a rom-com line. Like, I don't – well, I, I guess, you know, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody would say that, too. But I, I, I actually I just believe felt, that character would say that, though. I believe he's a rom-com guy. That's true. That is true. Uh, but I was just like I, – I don't know if maybe the writers, they're like, ooh, you know – yeah, maybe that last movie wasn't so well received. Let's make these guys a little bit more positive. And I think they might be a little too positive. Uh, it could just be changing times too. You know, this one, like this one coming it. out, what, um, two years seven ago? years later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and it's funny too. Like, uh, I feel like they didn't lean in as much to like the social media aspect. Like you have Alison Brie on the dating sites, but talk about, you know, the, how dated he's just not that into you is by like name checking MySpace and saying that's like the new hookup like capital of the world. Uh, this one, you know, you get some text messages, but for the most part, these people are like actually going and meeting each other and interacting. It's not, <laughs> it's not set up through email and everything. And even the, uh, Alison Brie character, it's all the dating sites. That's not how it happens. It happens with no. her having a total meltdown and freak out at uh, children's story time, which is a great meet cute. It's a good one, and Jason Manzukis. You know, it's funny too because uh, we did uh, what was that? What episode with Paul Shear in it? There was there's an episode we did where I kind of name dropped Paul Shear because I didn't know he was in it. Uh, I feel like it was a Ben Stiller movie, perhaps. Yep, I, I can't think about it right now. But anyway, 
uh, Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis, they both host uh, How Did This Get Made? So it's really crazy because that is a show that I listened to. So when he came on screen and I heard his voice, I immediately felt like I was listening to a podcast. It was kind of weird. Like, I don't know if they did anything different with his voice or just because I'm so familiar with it and listening to it in, you know, in ear, uh, over earbuds. That's just the way it sounded to me. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, I'm a little bit jealous now because that's supposed to be my role in your life. Like I'm supposed to be the, <laughs> the constant male voice talking about movies in your ear. But that I, I do like that. You know, for a woman who has been like, uh, you know, she's got it all figured out through these dating sites. She ends up just meeting him in the, in the bookstore. And I love the scene where he's just ripping the bartender on, apart too later on. He's like, quick, man, just one last thing. Stay the fuck away from my girl, okay, man? Or I will straight up end you. Okay. Okay. So All just right. back off. Got it? Yeah. Because I put a ring on that, and you're coming at it pretty hard with your dick. Okay. Ah, fucking with you, man. Okay. Good. Well, okay. Of course. Lucy loves you. I love you. We're brothers now. All right. And as such, I would like to. This is a big one. Ask you to be my best man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You I'm got fucking it. with you, bro. Of course you can't be my best man. You are a stranger to me. Okay? Yeah. Just yeah. to recap, yeah. stay the fuck away from my girl. I don't want you to be my best man. We still love you. Your family. You'll definitely be invited to the wedding. Okay. But probably not, so don't be offended. I'm glad we had this talk, man. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I think there's a – I just watched My Best Friend's Wedding uh, for War Machine versus War Horse, and um, it reminded me of that <laughs> – the, I mean, it's a genuine plot point in that film where Cameron Diaz meets Julia Roberts, uh, who she doesn't realize is going to be her rival for, for her, her man, uh, and immediately ask her to be her maid of honor. And that was something that I had a hard time getting, sort of getting past, uh, in the, in the film. And I like that it's kind of, kind of alluded to here in this. Like that's, it seems like, oh, you've seen this in a rom-com before where this guy for no reason <laughs> would ask him, you're going to be my best man. No, of course not. That's stupid. Why the hell would I do that? <laughs> So yeah, I, I enjoyed enjoyed that as well. Yeah, well, um, we'll invite you to the wedding. Probably not. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. So uh, I think the the main thing that really works for me in this film is uh, Dakota Johnson, who's a original remake uh, sort of returning star. Uh, we've had was that this is the third time I think third episode this year um, because she was in a bigger splash the the one I did with Andrew from AB Film Review. We right. did obviously. Uh, the much beloved episode we have on Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually really like, and I feel like it's sort of honest and it's it's hopeful that you know there's there's no man. You know, it's not like you have the I'm a Matt guy show up at your door and like say like you were you know totally right. I was wrong. Like, you know, I'm, I'm totally in love with you, even though I've (laughs) done nothing but sort of, uh, kind of neg you the whole time here, even though she has some nice relationships, uh, the one that she's going to meet, we're not actually gonna meet in the movie. I like how they resolve that. It's like, you know, it's not your, your love story is not gonna be boxed into like a two hour runtime. We're going to go through breakup, heartbreak, um, dating life. And then in two hours, you'll find the love of your life and happily ever after. I like that. I like that she and she's cool with it. You know, she goes off and does her own thing. Yeah, it, the, the relationships definitely work a little bit better here. Um, again, like I was watching it, I was just like, man, the, I see a lot of my wife and her friends in, in these girls, and like the other one, like I don't, I don't know. Wait a minute. Sh- which which one? 
Which uh, which one is the your wife? Which one would be the stand-in as far as personality-wise here? Uh, please say Rebel Wilson. Please it, say Rebel it, Wilson. It is Rebel Wilson. <laughs> 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 uh, my 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 wife. She she is very uh, much the the life of the party uh, amongst her girls. You know, she's the one who's always like, uh, I I don't want I don't want it to I don't want to make it sound like she's uh, like a super like party person. No, she is. Strictly about just her and her like three best friends, and um, you know they she can make any of them laugh and and all this stuff. But that she could also be, you know, she can call you out and and maybe not the the nicest of ways, you know. So, um, and she's super hilarious too. So I I think my wife is very similar to uh, the Rebel William, uh, Rebel Wilson character. Can you guess who I'm married to? If we're using these stand-ins. Uh, I'm gonna go with Allison Brie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the, hey, go. Right before we start recording, uh, the amount of uh, planning that goes <laughs> into any sort of detail, um, my wife is on top of it, and uh, same I, hair also, color, eyes too. I think. Uh, I mean, she's just you know about eight feet taller than Allison <laughs> Brie is all. <laughs> but. Uh, no, I I find that like I you know the thing that always concerns me with characters like that is like it feels like in rom coms they're asking that version of a woman to like loosen up like oh, you have too much too much control like you know you're just not fun to be around and that's not the case with her character at all like you see that like the St Patrick's Day thing where she just basically like just flashes everyone like she's she can party or she has the meltdown in the bookstore you know she does have personality and spunk. But she just wants to get things done. Like she's she's just attacking this problem with passion. And usually, I think that's looked at more as like someone who's like a, basically a big dork or a nerd and just needs to learn how to loosen up. But she already knows how to do that. Like it's, it's like her viewpoint is basically that you know to go back to the scene you like with the peanuts is that everyone else is stupid for not thinking about it this way. Right. Like <laughs> that's what I like about her character so much. Yeah, it's really good. Um... And I, I I do like that that moment with uh the the run in with the, the the girls from college or whatever it is too like I feel that was a little cliche but I thought it was played well you know as well yeah um Dakota Johnson like that that was sad and I I think we all know that couple too you know uh, maybe not a couple that like hey let's take a break like uh, Ross and Rachel kind of deal but she she wants to take a break from her her first boyfriend. But he moves on. I don't think that was going to be a surprise to anybody. But for her to come back, it's like, hey, you know, I'm ready to kind of give it a chance again. But I did really feel bad when I guess he's trying to get closure from her. Like, you know, I, I feel like sex closure. Yeah, sex closure. <laughs> like, I feel we have we know a couple that, you know, have been like that, too. And so that that's going to be like your one dick for for this movie is is that, is that guy. It's like. No, like, what are you doing? You know, that's uh, you, you you're you're fucking engaged. <laughs> but you know, it and I, I think it kind of hit uh, close to home too, because like my, my my wife and I, uh, not to get too uh, into it, you know, we, we started off a little rocky, you know, little breakups here and there early on in our relationship. And um, I mean, Rebel Wilson, I understand. I mean, you never know, yeah. something's gonna be chucked at your head, Peter. Like, but but, but with Dakota Johnson, like I. I it, it, it hit close to home for me when uh, she runs into him, and then her, his parents are also there. And they're like, "Oh, you know, we like you so much better too." <laughs> you know, like 
because yeah, there there was a moment where like uh, I would see her parents and they they still talk to me. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is all too familiar. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that. I don't know if the, the parents have ever liked me that much. <laughs> well, <laughs> there goes that mic again. Oh, hey, you you left the house today. You're not podcasting. I see. <laughs> Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, those, those those assholes should subscribe. Learn a little bit more about me. That's that's what it is. they just don't know me well enough yet. Your in laws like, where's that husband of yours? Like, he is. He's, oh, he's probably recording right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, that's a safe bet for sure. Um, I think uh, like getting to uh, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be hard as far as like what, how we usually wrap the show, like to remake this again because movies like this do come out all the time. These sort yeah. of ensemble movies. Um, so I'm just going to ask you, is there a way that these type of rom-coms with these huge cast of movie stars, is there something that they've not done yet that you think they should? I mean, you're still going to have the love stories with the variety of actors kind of coming in and out of uh, multiple storylines. But as I said, maybe avoiding New York would be good. I mean, I, there's a lot of them. I mean, there's, uh, there's the one with like Annette Bening and Julianne Moore, right? That, uh, all, all the kids. Okay. Oh, the kids are all right. Yeah, you know that's not really quite ensemble, but that's. I, I feel like that could be kind of like this. Uh, all of I'm obviously subplot in there. I it's been a while, so I don't really quite remember. But uh, you have like Valentine's Day, uh, New mm-hmm. Year's Eve. You know those movies, which I think Valentine's Day was written by uh, the. Uh, Abby Con here. Yeah, same pair. Yeah. Um, let's see. Are we ever going to do that pairing? By the way, I think we should do Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, yeah. Why not? Probably the end of this year. You know, when you get somewhere right around New Year's Eve, and then you can replay it for Valentine's Day. We, we just do it towards the end of January. You know, so it's in between. Uh, right in between the two holidays, <laughs> and then people are calling us idiots for like, "You're on the wrong day. Why are you releasing your New Year's episode?" Or we release it on New Year's and Valentine's Day. Just take a week off, trick people. People are going to be like, did they already do this? Maybe not. <laughs> I've seen podcasts doing that lately, doing reruns. I don't really understand it. Probably just taking some time off, you know. But like, they, I feel like they've tricked me in some way because I've, I've hit play and I'm like, wait, I've already heard this. Wait, what is this they're talking about again? Oh, this came out two years ago. That's how I've heard this. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, no, like the ones I, I've heard, they actually record an intro. Like, oh yeah, you know, th- we're taking this month off. So here's, here's an episode that we enjoy. Oh, so they give you, they give you yeah. a chance to hit that Marcus played button and, right. <laughs> and retreat. Yep. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Actually, if we record an intro, uh, to our second appearance of the Valentine's Day movie, I would say this is totally new content that we didn't air. I would just lie. And it, <laughs> we should even change the title. It would actually be Valentine's Day and New Year's. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Uh, to, to kind of kind of wrap up uh, the question you asked me, I and I, I feel that there was another movie. I forget the title, but it had like John Hamm being an asshole in there as well. Uh, matter of fact, I think it was directed and possibly written by his girlfriend or his wife because she also was friends, in the movie. Friends with Kids, I think, was the yeah, name of it. Yeah, and Adam, what's his face, was also in it. Scott. Adam Scott. Thank you. Yeah, it's a two first names. So uh, see, so that another ensemble. With kids, marriage, so I I think a lot of things have been done. So it's really hard to say. You know, I'm sure there's a a rom com out there, ensemble cast that involves parenting. How about this? How about we just since there's so many of them, why don't we just throw out one that we really like? Another one like this, this style of movie. 
See, I wish I had a list in front of me. Uh, I've got one of mine. If you okay. want me to take yeah. the first one. Uh, I really like The Best Man Holiday. Have you seen that one? I've only seen the first one. See, I've never seen the first one. And I didn't even realize when we went to see it, me and the wife, we, you know, we like – you know, Christmas movies and especially like, you know, Christmas rom-com. You have like the, the love actually, the holiday and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Went to see it. And so I <laughs> didn't really understand it in the sense that I'm like, oh, okay, the, there, there's a wedding involved. What is, what's going on here? The best man. And, uh, then we watch it and I'm like, oh shit, that's actually like they're referencing like this. There's a huge like backstory to all these relationships and these characters. Uh, and I've still, even as much as I like that one, I've still not checked out the original. So is that something you think I would be up my alley after having seen the Christmas version? I mean, if you like the Christmas version, yeah, I can't see why uh, you wouldn't like the first one. And I like the first one, too, because of the music. You know, it was a lot of, like, R&B music. Uh, there's a song on there called, like, uh, The Best Band I Could Be. It has, like, Genuine and all these other artists, too. Like, I, I thought it was just a great song. And I kind of always, like, I, I think of, like, my guy friends that I grew up with, uh, you know, when that song comes on. Um, I totally do too. I think Tay Diggs actually follows my War Machine Horse account. Yeah, but he follows like you know two hundred thousand people. I think. But <laughs> uh, believe you me, I did screenshot it when I got the little alert on my home screen that says Tay Diggs is now following you. I was like, oh shit. I wonder if he's waiting for you to cover Rent or something. You know, uh, maybe I have covered Go. Go's what you oh, know. That's is. one of my favorites yeah. of his. So Go's good. Uh, you already mentioned it. I, I think. Love Actually. I think that's probably one of the first times I've seen where everybody was connected in some way, I feel. You think that's the, like the king of this genre at this point? At, at least like the most liked. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have movies like Crash. Uh, that's not a rom-com, but, you know, that, that <laughs> formula. <is> decidedly not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a hell of a Christmas episode. <laughs> People a lot do. of love actually in crash. That man over an Asian man. He was under the vehicle still. <laughs> See, this is why Peter needed how to be single in his life because <laughs> we're, we're now talking about crash and love actually. That is a strange pairing, sir. You know, one thing though, like I understand the title of uh, how to be single, but I feel that's a little misleading for what the movie is. Uh, I wish they had renamed it something a little bit differently because I think when I saw the title, I, th- I kind of thought like how to lose a guy in 10 days, you know, mm. kind of like that. So I, I, I thought this was like literally how to be single, but this is more of a look on, well, I guess it, it, it might sound stupid to somebody, uh, that, what, what I'm trying to say. Like it, it's just a look at some single women and how they do it. I'm like, yeah, how to be single, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know you're if I'm making any sense code. to you. You know? <laughs> but like you're, think, you're thinking it's someone who... These are ways is, on how to be single. You know, like, like, that's what how I'm to end like. a relationship, how to stay yeah. away from relationships. And instead, they keep falling into more relationships or yeah, are trying or, to. Or just yeah. different ways of being single. You know, like the, the different looks at it. Uh, it, it I like it, how to lose a guy in 10 days. That's yeah, I do too. Do. Yeah. yeah, I like it. How could we work that one in? I wonder if there's. I'm sure there's another remake where someone is just trying to initiate a breakup and it's just not taking. Well, maybe not so much a breakup, but what? What if it was like a ruse or like a what is that movie? Uh, it had Brittany Murphy in it. Is it Black Book or something? The Black Book or? Hmm, I've not seen that. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, like early 2000s, I think. Yeah, it's it's more of like a. Uh, I don't know if I should say because it might be it's 
it, yeah, it, it might be like a spoiler, but uh, I I liked it. It's one of those where you watch it and you feel bad for liking it because of like how it ends. You know, you're just like I I don't think mm. I'm supposed to like this, but yeah, I'm trying to be vague because if we end up doing it, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, and then I'm gonna come. I'm gonna open the show cussing you for <laughs> for spoiling this movie that I've <laughs> never really thought about. Before. So it's kind of I I feel like. There was another movie that was like it. Uh, I think the sweetest thing with Cameron Diaz. Is that right? That's like How to Lose a Guy. In no, that's days. more like the, the Black Book or yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, that's uh. Was that a rough? Was that a classic. rough one? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's I think it's aged probably about as well as uh, he's just not that into you. Okay, soon come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we've thrown a lot of different uh, pairings your way. Um. But what do we have uh, next, Peter? What are we actually doing for the next episode? You know, I know what we're doing, but I don't know why. So maybe you could shed a little light oh, wow. on this. So obviously we are anticipating Infinity War, right? Uh, you yeah. know, Marvel's uh, third movie here. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and – wait for it – Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We have some very smart listeners. I bet. I bet they figured that out. That approach. That, that or they're like Guardians of the Galaxy and Crash. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so again, enlighten me. Why are we doing the Guardians movie? Uh, Marvel Space Thanos. That it. Infinity War. <laughs> well, the other thing is uh, that you didn't have to rewatch. That was one. If you want to get practical, right? Yeah. Okay. Time saving. I don't sure. know. You you clearly <laughs> really really hate one of these films or both. I do. I guess the listeners will have to wait because the, the the other reason is what I presented to you I thought made a little bit more sense. Now, <laughs> listeners, tell me if you guys would have liked this better. The <laughs> Ultimate Avengers 1 and Ultimate Avengers 2, which sounds like what the plot is for Infinity War or even like the previous one, Civil War and all that Sir. too. <laughs> Sir, I've, I've, read, I've read those <laughs> comics. I've uh, seen the first Ultimate Avengers. Okay. Uh, I think it's more like the first Avengers movie in plot. Still close with the Guardians. And I think of the, the second one has something to do with Black Panther. Hey, um, we just had that movie. I don't know. I I will say this. I'll you know spoiler alert if we ever do this. I hated that first cartoon that they okay. did. Okay, all right, fair uh, enough. Yeah. That's all you had to say. So we're gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, we we've got some other you know. Uh, uh, things on the schedule that maybe we ought to switch out because I know I know Wolverine Origins and Deadpool's coming up, and I certainly remember hating Wolverine Origins. So yeah, that that one wasn't very good. Uh, and then you had Ryan Reynolds that uh, wasn't as witty, you know, as as the the Deadpool. Yeah, so his mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't even him. Character. You know, that yeah. was uh, Steve Atkins, the martial artist. Or uh, no, Scott Scott Atkins. Uh, I, I I like him. He's like. I can't. Well, he he's no Van Damme because he hasn't you know made any movies like Van Damme, but someone like that, you know, he's he's very who skilled. Is? But <laughs> who but is, but really? who is indeed? You know, I don't think he does the splits <laughs> like him or anything. Uh, but let's see here. Some of the other ongoings uh, over at Paul Stalgic. You know, I'm, I'm surprised that we went this far without pimping some of our other shows. Well, you did. You you got to pimp some multiple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I am approaching four years uh, that I've been doing that show, uh, and so for the anniversary, my son will be returning for uh, what will be a trilogy review of uh, Indiana Jones. So. Nice. Yeah, so our four-year anniversary, we're going to start with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and do the the two sequels. Aren't, you're either doing it uh, wrong 
or this was a conscious decision to uh, avoid the fourth one. I'm like, hey, four years. Fourth why don't you one? do all four? There's do a fourth all four. One? See, see, you've made a conscious decision to rewrite history. But yeah, I thought for sure with the fourth year you would get to the great kingdom of the crystal skull. But now, guess now not. here's the thing. I've considered doing the the fourth one because I do have a coworker who genuinely enjoys that movie. Like, uh, I, I think he's an apologist for it. I don't know. I don't know if you you know what I'll leave it up to Phoenix. Uh, I'll see if he wants to watch it. Like to to be honest, I'm not a. I grew up on Indiana Jones, but I don't love it. Where I was one of those people who were like, "What the fuck is this fourth movie?" You know, it's aliens and blah blah. blah. That was you me. Know, yeah, see, and I watched it and I go, I just shrugged my shoulders. I go, eh, whatever. You know, I I what you know what I hated was the booth. Yeah, like him swinging from the vines and doing his Tarzan thing. And- Hell no. He looks like he was, uh, like, uh, vine swinging, competing with monkeys. Like, let's and get to losing. the finish line. Losing. <laughs> yeah. As usual. The the only part I remember liking was when uh, there was a fight in the, the diner between, like, the greasers and socias. <laughs> that was it. Well, you're an outsider's guy, so I, I, I understand I am. that. It is an episode I did. Uh, I will pimp out uh, a couple things on War Machine versus War Horse. Um, I did do with uh, Webb, who was just on our Rear Window Disturbia episode with <laughs> the LaBeouf there. <laughs> um, we are, we just recorded yesterday an episode on I Feel Pretty, and we did Shallow Howl, which you mentioned as ah. like, hey, that would be a good remake. And he actually said, hey, you could use these two on original remake, I Feel Pretty and Shallow Howl, which maybe in the future we will. Um, and the Dow of Steve, which I don't know if many people have seen. That was the third film on that one. I and did see that. Yeah. You have seen that one. Oh, okay, uh-huh. good. Yeah, so you'll, you'll be our, yeah. you'll be our one download then for that, <laughs> that episode. Um, so that, that was a fun recording. And, uh, since he is a huge fan of how to be single, that also got mentioned again. So if you want kind of a companion in this episode, I go over to War Machine versus War Horse and, uh, download our I Feel Pretty episode this week. Do they do the, uh, the West Side Story song at all in that movie? I don't think so. Oh, I don't man, think missed at all. opportunity. Missed opportunity. Well, I mean, you know, to go back to uh, Brittany Murphy and her canon, um, did they use the Billy Joel song in Uptown Girls? Because I never saw that one. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't – I'm trying to think. I, I feel like that's a movie that my sister watched. Um, I don't I don't know if I saw that in its entirety, so I couldn't say. But that's – if they didn't use that, that's a hell of a missed opportunity there. Yep. Because that's the damn exactly. title. <laughs> that's the title mm-hmm. of the song. Sure. So, uh, okay. So I guess that will wrap it up. So next week, if you guys are interested, we'll be doing the Two Guardians <laughs> movie. I'm – you I'm, say that those uh, are two insanely popular movies, and you're acting like you know most people are probably skipping this one. Like he's just not that into you. I'm not watching that. Well, he, Peter's so. just not into those movies. Is there what you it go. Is. Yeah. So, Give us uh, a uh, follow on uh, Twitter or Instagram at Original Remake, and uh, give Peter hell for his hatred of uh, the Guardians, those lovable space characters from Marvel. Uh, yeah, and, and you can uh, direct those tweets to at Podstalgic, uh, sh- should you want to do that. There you go. Finish off with one more bit of self-promotion. I'm always impressed with you, how you fit it in at the very end. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, put your hands up, put your hands up. 
just broke up. 